0: Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from the Belmont studio in Lexington, Kentucky. Amber is in the studio with me. Amber, how's it going?
1: Uh, it's going good, Banks. How's it going?
0: Well, it's going a lot better now that we have the studio secure, dog-free, and there's no dogs barking around.
1: Um, Adam doesn't like dogs. Just so I like everybody dogs. Listen, That's a no. false
0: statement. I like dogs. Yeah, Adam's
2: not a I, like, I don't
0: like dogs around me when I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> it aggravates me it's kind of like that's why I know I don't have no kids right now in my lifetime because if a baby started crying when I'm trying to do something I would get really upset and that's how you know you're not ready to be a parent I mean you're too selfish right
1: I'm pretty sure I'm going to be selfish the rest of my life You pre- so,
0: well yeah. Well, I mean you're not selfish I mean look how you were about your dogs you didn't want to throw them out to you know when they were aggravating me about the podcast you still wanted to keep them in here I do like them you do I do like them <laughs> only because they can't talk shit so but they do shit they do shit. a lot a lot well a lot has been going on with me amber uh you know uh, i wanted to tell you this story about this time uh last week when i went back to work you know i start school this semester i started last week and we have this professional development and you know when you do professional development you have to work 22 hours during the week 22 and you could cram those 22 hours in all in one day if you wanted to you could work from eight to seven Call it a day. But as long as you have your 22 hours in. Well, you know me, I don't like working Monday through Friday. So I wanted to cram them all in in one to two days. I could do it in two days if I worked from like eight to seven. So the first day I worked eight to seven. Got that over with. Second day I was going to work eight to seven. Well, I was so tired because of this back problem that I've been having because I've not been getting any sleep. I. Got to work late that day, so that means that I got to work like at ten. So in order to make up for the hours that I missed, I had to stay a little later that night. So I was like, "Oh, that's fine. I'll just watch the UK game from my laptop, stream it in my office, watch the game, and then after the game, I'll go home." Well, watched the game, and then after the game was over, it was about ten o'clock at night, 10 o'clock, and it was time to leave. And I got all my stuff, got my phone, and started down the stairs and when i went to open the first door of the stairwell it was locked it was locked there was nobody on the other end of the door and i couldn't get out and i have no key so i walked back up to the first floor to where i came, or the second floor from where i came from the door locked third floor fourth floor fifth floor locked there was one door at the end of the stairwell it was a glass door where you could exit it was locked so i was locked in the building everybody had went home do you understand me everybody had left the building so I decided to panic at first hoping somebody would hear me on the other side of it or by the grace of God there was somebody in the building like maybe cleaning up or whatever because it made no sense to me that they locked people inside the building because if there was a fire in that stairwell a man would burn to death because there's no way out so did they know you were there though? nobody knew well that's another story in itself me and the janitor kind of don't like each other so I think he kind of like made sure that I got locked in that night, but I'll get to that in just a minute. So I decided to, it was either, I had a couple options. One was to sleep there, because think about it, if you didn't have your phone and you had no way out, how else are you going to get out of the building? What are, what are you going to do? I don't
1: know if I, my option would be to sleep there. But you would have
0: to, unless you wanted to bust out the glass door. I would bust
1: out the glass door. Well, that was
0: option two, and then option three was just to, um freak out. So I decided to freak out and bang on the glass door. and lo- But I made a phone call, called my uh, co-worker, Will, who is also the other communication professor there. Told him, hey, look, man, I'm stuck in the building. I can't get out. And he said, hold tight, I'll get you out of there. And he called the campus director, and she came and locked the door. But it makes you wonder, what would I have done if my cell phone would have been dead? I mean, I would have been sleeping there. Or breaking the door of one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I was panicking. But I really do think that when you are put in a situation where, to where your back is against the wall.
1: Fight or flight.
0: You have that fight or flight mentality. And I think it really, really works.
1: It does. It does. does. you mean, got all it, that adrenaline pumping. And, and
0: you, and you survived. I survived it. Did I stay there overnight?
1: Well, now you're talking like you were stuck
0: in the wilderness for three days. <laughs> well, you know, think about this. It, it would have been a great movie. Had it have been, uh, there would have been no glass door there. Think about this. If there was no glass door there, and the only, the door, you know what a stairwell looks like. You've been in one stairwell, you've been in all of them. Yeah. A stairwell door, it's got that little lock that you got to, that button you push down with your thumb, and then, you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you got to pull on it. That was locked. You are not getting through that door if you can't. No. You're not getting through there. So, if that was the only door that was there in that stairwell, and let's say that i well, it was the day before Christmas break, and there was nobody coming back for two weeks, and I got stuck in the stairwell. What would I have done with no phone?
1: You would have probably died. Yeah, I would have I probably mean, got dehydrated and died. You could have been
0: about a week. Maybe. Uh,
1: but that would have been a very I would have been severely
0: dip. dehydrated and malnourished.
1: Yeah. It
0: would have been bad. It would
1: have been a good movie. I feel like... What was that movie that Tom Hanks got stuck in the airport?
0: No... The airport. He got stuck in the airport.
1: Yeah, he was stuck in the airport. Not the one on the island. He was stuck in the airport.
0: Big, no big. I don't it know
1: what big. It was. I don't
0: know what it was. <laughs> I don't know.
1: He was stuck in an airport. For how long? I,
0: how many like, months? Oh, I know what you're saying. He was stuck in the airport. No, I'm saying stuck in a small stairwell. Well, with yeah. no I mean, food, no water. I mean, no civilization. You're just stuck in a cement you room. Been talking
1: to the walls.
0: I would have been. I would have went crazy. But other than that, things have been going good. Amber, did you happen to catch the Golden Globes that was on this past week?
1: I, you know, I made it a point to make sure that I watched it this year. You know, I've... I've...
2: ...women standing together today. Yes, time's up.
0: That is the president of the Hollywood Forum Press of the Golden Globes. She says she is there to support women, and the and she's wearing a red dress. And what's funny about that is everyone had on black because... Black was supposed to be the color of the night to represent women coming forward with sexual uh, assault charges and basically speaking up, speaking out, taking a stand uh, for women rights in the workplace and whatnot. So the Golden Globes had a very 2018 feel to it. Seth Meyers hosted it. I thought he did a great job. I like it when they get late-night hosts to host the award shows. They usually seem to be the best kind of people to do it because they seem to fit perfectly in that type of atmosphere in an award show. But uh, he did, of course, make fun of the one he loves to make fun of the most, Donald Trump.
2: Could not have been better designed to infuriate our president? Hollywood Foreign Press. The only name that would make him angrier would be the Hillary Mexico Salad Association.
0: He was quick to make fun of Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein.
2: Well, I think it's time to address the elephant not in the room. Harvey Weinstein isn't here tonight because, well... I've heard rumors that he's crazy and difficult to work with. But don't worry, he'll be back in 20 years when he becomes the first person ever booed during the in-memoriam. It'll sound like that.
0: He also made fun well, of Kevin Spacey, like I said. Adam
2: this year, the show goes on. For example, I was happy to hear they're going to do another season of House of Cards. Is Christopher Plummer available for that, too? I hope he can do a southern accent, because Kevin Spacey sure couldn't. Oh, is that too mean? To Kevin Spacey? So
0: his humor was definitely lighter than what Ricky Gervais' humor would have been, and he usually is the host of the Go-To-Globes, but Seth Meyers did it in a more cleaner, more fashionable, classier way. So I give him props to the way he handled all of the jokes, and to make light of the situations going on in Hollywood. But usually the fun, outgoing party that the Golden Globes always has, it seemed a little uptight because of this Time's Up movement that that they've started. Last week on the show, I talked a little bit about this whole sexual harassment thing going on in the workplace, and Kat Sadler stepping down from her position at E! News because of a salary dispute with her co host and the whole thing she started about women not being paid equally uh, compared to men. And I voiced my opinion on how I think it weakens the argument for other women when they have to really stand up for themselves because she had no argument. Because, you know, I went into that in detail last week, but... She was not getting paid unfairly at ease. She tried to use her gender as a crutch. And it really makes me mad when women have the nerve to feel like that they deserve an award or deserve to be nominated for an award because they're women. I think that if you are nominated for an award, it shouldn't matter what color you are. It shouldn't matter what race, what height, age it doesn't matter who you are as a person. What matters is the performance. So at the Golden Globes, for instance, you are nominated based off your performance, whether it be in acting, directing, editing, however you did your job, that's what you're nominated on. And if there just so happens to be no women nominated in a category, it doesn't mean that the Golden Globes were being Sexist. Natalie Portman really rubbed me the wrong way when she came out there to present the award for best director. Take a listen to how she came out and presented the award. (laughs) This uh, to be here to present the award for best director. nominees so i want all the that was so cheap and such a low blow and what a way to ruin the moment of all of those men sitting there getting nominated for best achievement in directing it makes you feel like that you should duck under the table and be ashamed because you're nominated because you're a man she stole their moment she destroyed their moment if that was their first time getting nominated she was like all the hell with that I don't care about your feelings. There should have been some women in there with you. It doesn't matter if you were better than them in directing. There should still be women in there with you because that's unfair. See, that's what gets me. That's that whole liberal mentality that people have. That whole Democrat mentality that people have. People feel like that everything needs to be on an even playing field. Regardless if you deserve it or not... They don't care if you deserve it or not. They just think that you should still be included to make it fair. It's like this. I heard someone tell me this analogy of a good way to describe a Democrat and the way a Democrat thinks. Take two college students, Steve and Joe. Joe is a person who gets good grades. Joe studies all the time. Joe is an outstanding student at the university, gets straight A's, doesn't go out and party because he spends all of his nights in his dorm studying and making sure his grades are perfect. Steve, on the other hand, is a party animal, parties like a rock star, misses class all the time, cuts class on purpose, doesn't study, doesn't really care what grade he gets. He ends up failing all of his classes one semester. Well, his buddy, Joe gets straight A's. Well, a Democrat thinks in order to make it fair for both students, they should take that four-point GPA from Joe and split it with Steve to make it even. So they both would have a 2.0. So it's not fair for Steve to have that, but the Democrats think it is because it's even and that's how i'm starting to i'm starting to get this vibe that a lot of women think that they deserve to be put in a position that they don't deserve because they want to be treated equal well if you're good for the position then by all means you should be hired in that position if you're better if you're more qualified than the man then by all means, you should get that position, but you should not get that position based upon your gender and gender alone. That is pathetic to me that you even think that. That's the same as race. I, I don't think that um, you should get a job just because you're white or just because you're a Mexican or just because you're uh, you know Asian or just because you're black. You should get it based off if you are qualified, you deserve it, and you're the best man for the job. But Natalie Portman, yeah, that was really it was really tacky and done in very bad taste. Oprah Winfrey, she received the Cecil DeMille Award. I thought it was funny that Seth Myers came out and said, uh, what a great honor for Cecil DeMille. That <laughs> Oprah Winfrey is receiving that award. But she came out and made a very inspiring speech to a lot of people across the world.
1: So I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. And when that new day
0: finally dawns, It will be because of a lot of magnificent women many of whom are right here in this room tonight and some pretty phenomenal
1: men fighting hard to make sure that
2: they become the leaders who take us to the time when nobody ever has to say me too again. Thank
0: you. So she brings up the whole women thing again and me too, but she uh, flirted with the idea of announcing her presidential run in 2020. I could not imagine a Trump versus Oprah Winfrey race in 2020. I think that would be when America has hit rock bottom in politics. I think Oprah is great at what she does. I think she's a fantastic person i think she's a wonderful human being i think that oprah uh, she makes great movies she's very talented she's a trailblazer she's revolutionized television she's good at the position she's in but i do not think she would make a good president of the united states i do not i think oprah winfrey needs to stay put and why would you want to run oprah isn't it pretty great just being Oprah Winfrey? Why would you want to give that lifestyle up and become the president? It's not its not the right time. I don't think that's what God is leading you to do, Oprah. I mean, I could be wrong. Now, I don't know, Oprah, if you pray, but if you are thinking about running for president, I do recommend that you pray and you need to make sure this is what God wants you to do because I'm getting this feeling that This is not good for the country. We do not need a Trump versus Oprah. I wonder if people would laugh at us if that happened. If people would just think that America has turned into this Hollywood show. Celebrities running against each other. Celebrities competing for the Oval Office. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think we let Hollywood in on too much. In the world. People worship actors and I don't understand. All they're doing is just pretending to be somebody else. They're normal people just like us. And just because they're in the role of an actor and just because they're on television does not make them smarter. Does not make them capable of leading the free world. So, no I don't think Oprah should run. No I wouldn't support Oprah. Yes I would vote for Trump over Oprah. Uh... I don't know who I'm voting for in 2020. I don't know. We'll have to look at the candidates. We'll have to see what Trump has done in the last four years, and we'll go from there. But I do know that Oprah is not going to be somebody I'm going to vote for. I think it would be a disaster. Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us won the Best Actor in a Dramatic Series. He was the first black actor to do so.
2: time so let me thank my wife ryan michelle bethe i love you so much thank you for supporting me through this whole thing to my kids andrew and amari daddy'll see you i will take you to school in the morning i promise
0: he he gave a really good speech and i didn't know that he was the first black actor to win the best uh best dramatic actor in a drama series so that was that was pretty shocking to me but I couldn't think of a more deserving guy. Now I do think that Bob Odenkirk of Better Call Saul he needs to win an Emmy very soon. I do think that he should have won that, but uh, I'm not. I'm not disappointed that Sterling won. He's pretty, He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Take a listen at more of a speech.
2: Like that could only be played by a black man. And so what I appreciate so much about this thing is that I'm being seen. For who I am and being appreciated for who I am, and it makes it that much more difficult to dismiss me or dismiss anybody who looks like me. So <laughs> I don't know why there was music
0: playing in the background. I think it was just the video that I chosen for that. But uh, that was pretty much the Golden Globes. It was a uh, pretty entertaining go to Globes this year. I, I give it a um, I give it a nine out of ten. I really do. I think it was very entertaining. Globes. Uh, Did you hear Amber about? What is going on with Carrie Underwood and her face?
1: I have. And, again, so much negativity. Like, okay, you got stitches in your face.
0: Well, I just think that something very awkward is going on. Something very strange is going on with that story. She is saying that she, well, it first came out that she fell. She fell. And, and she broke her wrist. Well,
1: she didn't break her wrist. She sprained her sprang wrist. She sprained her
0: wrist. Okay. she And she wrote a tweet, okay, I fell, sprained my wrist. Then she came back a couple weeks later, and she says, I have to. I have a confession. I haven't been straight up honest with you completely. Not only did I break my wrist, but I severely damaged my face by having to get over 40, 40, to, stitches, 40 to
1: 50 stitches in
0: her face. And I don't know if you've ever had stitches. Have you ever had stitches? Yes, I have. Okay, when you have stitches, it's going to scar. Most of the time, it's going to scar. Like I, have, I can point out on my skin where I have had stitches, and there are little scars there. If you have 40-plus stitches, it's going to scar. Yep. I mean, expect, and, you know, the plastic surgery takes a person's face a little bit more serious than their hand. So it might be minimal scarring, but she's saying it's to the point to where it's changed her appearance. You want my theory on it? I think that she had plastic surgery, and it's changed her appearance so much, she's trying to say that. That's the reason why her appearance has changed because of the plastic surgery she had to have. I don't think she wants to come out and say she had voluntarily did plastic surgery because I think she's going to look different because of her plastic surgery and she's not too pleased with it.
1: Well, but, you know, the photo that was released, um, I, I guess there was like a TV star that worked out beside of her or something and, you know, fangirled took a picture with her. You know, the right side of her face looks exactly the same. Yeah. And the left, where she's angled, you can see... You can't really see past... Her cheek's kind of puffy a little bit. I mean, like, she's by no means fat. She's extremely thin. But, you know, she's got a little puffiness to her cheeks, so you can't see... You know, by her ear on the left side. So there is something here, yeah. But I, I don't know if it would actually be full on. She's had plastic elective plastic plastic surgery, right? You know, I that had been said a couple of times. Some people have said, you know, maybe she had a domestic violence issue. Um, I don't think she has given us the real reason. But I mean, that's her prerogative, you know. Unfortunately, you know, if I fall and cut my face and get stitches, you know, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I mean, but she did fall and bust your knee that one time. Do you remember that? I
1: did fall on bust my knee that one time. And it
0: just think if you hadn't have fell and broke your knee, your mom would have never married your dad.
1: Thank you for bringing it up, but <laughs> it's a terrible topic. <laughs> but I'm
0: saying like you know you got to think you know Israel Collins basically for your future because Israel oh, Collins is gone. the is the reason that <laughs> you have the things that you have. So, I, oh lord, think about that irony. I see
1: mom and dad.
0: I see mom, mom and dad. dad. But anyway, Amber, it's been a while since uh, you know you came on the podcast. It's been a couple weeks. The new year has rang in. Uh, what's been going on with you? You
1: know, uh, start school back next week. Mm-hmm. Um, just been working.
0: You start school back. You haven't been in college in how long? Since
1: 2011.
0: Did you? So, okay, I was thinking about this the other day in the shower. I don't know why I was thinking about you in college in the shower, but have you graduated college? Yes. You did? Yes. When?
1: Um, so I done psychology, I finished psychology out at Eastern, and then I got my MLT so I could work actually in the lab. So you
0: have a bachelor's?
1: Yes, and associates.
0: So you're going back to school to get your master's?
1: To finish up with my associates onto a bachelor's.
0: Okay. Well, why did not you do broadcasting so you could uh, freshen up on your skills for the podcast?
1: Well, maybe if you... Employ me on here,
0: I will. Well, so if you do start getting... How about this? I'll make you a deal. If you start getting some type of income from off the cuff, you have to go with me to a few broadcasting classes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Actually, no, I'm not doing that because I think (laughs) that broadcasting classes would mess up the flow of uh, the original ability to do it. That's true because I just you know, I feel
1: like people enjoy it because it's the people who listen to it are people who knew us when we were younger mm-hmm. and we've not changed
0: well you that's a small portion who listens to it I mean sometimes it blows my mind the people who listen to the show and they're like, oh, I heard some of your podcast episodes the other day and i I get a little nervous when people say that because I'm like, oh my gosh, what did you hear? I
1: know. I think sometimes about what I've said on here. Yeah. Because I feel like you get me hyped sometimes. You
0: know episode 200 is coming up in a couple of weeks.
1: I feel like you just done episode
0: 100. No, no, no. no. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like I just did episode 50. I remember doing the 50-year antiv- anniversary. The 50-year <laughs> uh, anniversary. The 50-year, one-year anniversary because we do 50 episodes a year. So this will make four years on March the 1st, 2018. Zach Hahn is going to host the show.
1: I remember you saying that. And he's going
0: to interview me. You need to be there.
1: I would love to be there. You
0: need to be there uh, because I think it would be great to kind of bring you on for a couple minutes and like talk about your new role as the show's new co-host.
1: I would love to just come on and talk about you. Yeah. Because Lord knows.
0: Yeah. As
1: much as you embarrass me. He loves to embarrass me. uh, But I just want everybody to know that if you ever want to know embarrassing stories about Adam Banks, hit me up.
0: So what did you do in Hawaii?
1: I did not do anything in Hawaii, but you know, so was talking to my my husband earlier today because I let him know all oh, you know. Hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna get together tonight and you know do a podcast. And I said, well, you know, what's something I should talk about? And he started to kind of giggle a little bit. And anybody who knows my husband knows he doesn't giggle a lot, uh, but he got pretty tickled. And he said, well, he said you should talk about that shit over in Hawaii. I said, what are you talking about? And then he proceeded to let me know you know kind of what was going on. But uh, basically, yesterday uh, Hawaii sent everybody uh, pretty much. I'm I'm late text, so everybody got a text message yesterday in all bold uh, that they need to take cover immediately because there was going to be missile fire and this was not a drill. And this was sent out to every resident of Hawaii
0: in the state of Hawaii. Well, funny story about that. Have you ever do you know what they're talking about? Like the have you ever seen the prank, heard the prank? The, the prank that okay well, there is this video that you can pull up on YouTube it's called North Korea Prank Nuke Prank and you can basically say what's your favorite show uh, Shameless let's say Shameless you're watching Shameless you can have it to where Shameless is on you're watching Shameless five minutes into it We interrupt this broadcast, beep, 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 and and this message will come across, the screen saying, prepare, North Korea has launched three missiles coming to the United States, Los Angeles, Chicago, and the Florida area. And it is so realistic and believable, I have actually pulled this prank on some of my smart friends and they fell for it. My little brother pulled the prank on me a couple months ago. I mean, he pulled it on me. He had me watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I think that's what's so realistic about it. Like, you don't see it coming. You're watching TV, and all of a sudden, this alert pops up. And then I saw it, and I said, hold up. What did it say? And then it said all this, and I started freaking out. And I pulled it on my buddy, Zach. Hahn, who's hosting the show on the 200th. I pulled it on him, and he freaked out, like, because he's in the military. He started, like, grabbing his phone, like, looking for people's numbers. Like, he was, said he was ready to go, like, launch. But, you know, uh, I could imagine it happening to more than one person multiple times because you call your friend saying, hey, did you get this message? And they're like, yeah. You imagine. I mean, how did they calm people down after that? I don't really know. How did they, like, diffuse that situation? They had to probably have, like, somebody get on TV and say that was a prank.
1: Was it a prank? Yes. I thought it was a mishap. Somebody accidentally sent it out. It was supposed to have been a test and somebody accidentally sent it out to everyone.
0: Why are they testing that? I are they expecting it to happen?
1: I mean, who knows, you know. I mean Rocket Man, you know, wasn't that long ago.
0: They don't call him Rocket Man for nothing.
1: Yeah, they don't call him Rocket Man for nothing.
0: So if that happened I don't know, if that happened, what in that situation, I guess. What do you do in that situation?
1: What would I do if I got a text message that said that? that yeah, that you First need to First off, evacuate. I'd get real pissed off. I'd be like, who the hell is messaging me this, trying to, you know, get me hype? Uh, and then I would probably, you know, hit my home button and go back to playing Panda Pop. And <laughs> kind of ignore it. Because if I'm going to die, I'd at least like to beat the level that I'm on right now. Oh,
0: yeah. So you wouldn't, like, freak out?
1: What can you, what can you do? Like, that's... People always say, okay, what would you do in this situation? And I'm like, okay... What would you expect me to do? It's kind what of like can... being
0: stuck in a stairwell. What exactly? Can you do?
1: What can you do? I can't do anything. I can't go over there and say, "Hey man, don't do that." You know, that's not cool. You know, oh hey man, can you do this next week? Because I got to do some shit this week. I ain't got time for it today. Like, what am I supposed to do? I
0: have no idea. I mean, it's just one of those things. Is I guess you got to get as far away from the vicinity that the nukes are coming and just start. Uh, making arrangements to leave the country? I don't know. I I really don't know.
1: I foresee that if we start to have you know nuclear warfare, I would say that there probably would be nowhere to go. Um, because I don't anticipate that it would just stay between us and whatever country happened to have launched against us. I would say it would probably be a worldwide
0: outbreak. That would be great. Well, Amber... That's pretty much all we have to discuss here on today's show of Off the Cuff. Plus, my back is killing me.
1: I know. I can see you.
0: Yeah, I'm in pain. And I don't take medicine. I'm not a big fan of medicine, so I'm just kind of toughing it out. Should I take medicine?
1: Probably. I have some ibuprofen.
0: Yeah, can I have some of that? Yes. What do you think it is that's wrong with me?
1: I think you have a kidney infection.
0: But, Amber, you, I mean, you say I have a kidney infection, but you ask me if I drink pop. I don't drink pop.
1: Well, it's not just pop. What is that it? That plays factors into that um i don't know do you hold you pee a lot i mean do you pre frequently i mean do you drink enough water
0: i do drink a lot of water i do hold my pee a lot i do i mean i urinate pretty much at normal times what's considered normal times Uh, normal (laughs) normal like duration i guess not normal duration normal um, you know when people pee when do they when they drink a lot they pee like what every 45 minutes an hour? Maybe. Are you a 90-year-old woman? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you just say 90-year-old man? What does that be a 90 or 90-year-old... <laughs> it's
1: usually women that you hear about with bladder control. When they
0: laugh and they pee, I heard that.
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean...
0: God, I hope I don't get to that point. Every time I giggle, a little pee comes out. Oh,
1: my God.
0: What? You'd be
1: dribbling all over the place.
0: Yeah, that would be bad. Did you see the guy who came out the other day at the Golden Globes uh, with Catherine Zeta-Jones? And he, it was Michael Douglas's dad... And he was on that wheelchair, and he could barely speak. And he was talking about just—I don't know what he was talking about. You couldn't understand what he was saying. Do you know who I'm talking about? Kirk Douglas. Kirk, yeah, Kirk Douglas. <laughs> I don't want to get that old.
1: We're going to. He,
0: maybe. I mean, he's a hundred years old. He had no quality of life.
1: Well, I don't know. What I mean, you, we're thirty. I mean,
0: and, and look at me. My back's hurting.
1: Just think. I mean, think about what we were doing, you know, ten years ago. We were talking about that earlier, you know. Think about how much our lives have changed just in ten years. And
0: how fast it went. And
1: how fast it went.
0: So getting to his age is going to be really quick. Yeah. But you know, do you want to do you want to live a hundred and have that kind of quality of life, or would you rather die at seventy eight and be able to have be able to still do everything for yourself? Which would you prefer?
1: I don't know because I feel like regardless of when I do die, I'm not going to want to because I'm always going to feel like there's something else I should have done, I could have done, you know, would have done if things would have been different, you know, mm-hmm. and I could go back and redo it. So, I just hope I don't know when it's going to happen. Like, I don't understand how people, you know, allow, you know, life-ending diseases to take their lives. I feel like that would be, I feel like that would be more agony than being a hundred and an invalid than...
0: Once it's over, it's over. Once life is over, it's done. Once it's broke, it's broke. <sighs> Once it's broken, it's broken. Who told you that?
1: I believe that was you, actually.
0: Yeah, it that was. That was you.
1: That was you.
0: You remember that? I Every day. I really? think about
1: it. Yeah. I live by it.
0: What was it I said? I said, you can't fix something that's broken. Something like that. No,
1: you looked at... You know, you looked at me very heartfelt. And that was not common for us back then. Because, you know, everything that we've done has always been a joke. You know, we've always made things a joke between us. And you very heartfeltly looked at me and, you you know, you said, you know, once it's broke, it's broke. And, you know, do you have Dr. Pepper? You know, probably all in the same sentence.
0: You still have Dr. Pepper, like, right here in the Belmont studio?
1: I've got Melly Yellow.
0: I'll take a Melly Yellow.
1: I don't think I have one for you. I think I have one.
0: Wow. And you wouldn't give me your last Melly Yellow?
1: i got to have something to eat my egg sandwich with.
0: Who eats egg sandwiches?
1: Me, obviously. That's why I said I have to eat it with my egg sandwiches. How come every time
0: I press your phone home screen, the passcode wants to answer? What do you have to hide on that phone that you have to have that passcode come up come up every three minutes?
1: What's wrong with me having a passcode?
0: Well, because people who have stuff to hide usually put passcodes on their phone every three minutes, so it just made me wonder. You know what? Well, what are, you what, hit the what side you, button. What are you trying to hide? Huh? Wait.
2: <laughs> no, there's there's a passcode on my phone. There's a passcode on my phone too. Yeah, I well, but I have a lot of stuff
0: to hide. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later, everybody.